I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, freedom looming. A decision on a Tamil family's release from detention is imminent. 100 Melbourne townhouses in a new COVID scare, residents forced into isolation for a testing blitz. Diplomatic dinner, Scott Morrison tries to iron out free trade deals with Boris Johnson. And a new twist in sensational claims of a toxic culture plaguing swimming Australia. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. A Tamil family detained on Christmas Island for nearly two years is on the brink of being reunited in Perth, where the youngest daughter is being treated in hospital. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. A decision on their release is expected today. Yes, and ultimately a decision that lies with Immigration Minister Alex Hawke. The Sri Lankan family of four have been detained on Christmas Island since 2019, costing taxpayers nearly $4 million. So far, a series of court orders have stopped the federal government deporting them. But calls for the family to be granted a protection visa have only increased after four-year-old Tharnika was rushed to hospital in Perth alongside her mother to be treated for sepsis as a result of untreated pneumonia. It's now understood the family could be reunited in Perth as early as today, but a decision on their longer-term future in Australia will likely have to play out through the courts. That determination will be made by the Immigration Minister Alex Hawke. He will make that determination this week and we will make sure that that determination is based on the best advice according to health, according to humanitarian, according to uh, uh, the legal advice that the government receives. The family's supporters, Labor and a growing number of coalition backbenchers are calling for an end to the saga, but others within the government fear that it will set a dangerous precedent and could even kick-start the people smuggling trade again. Jodie? OK, Taylor Aiken in Canberra, thank you. Hopes of Melbourne's tough COVID restrictions easing this week could be inching further away. 100 townhouses have been forced into lockdown after a resident infected one of their neighbours. The latest case lived in the same complex as an aged care worker who tested positive. Nurses have been moved in to do a testing blitz. We want to make sure that we get a head start on the virus. We want to make sure that uh, we stay ahead of it and that we run down those last few chains of transmission. Meantime, Victorians awaiting their first Pfizer jab may not be able to get vaccinated for up to a month, with immunisations being put on hold due to high demand. 
Results from a large-scale US study show the Novavax vaccine is more than 90% effective against COVID. It also protects against variants, including the UK, South Africa and Brazil strains. The Delta variant that has ravaged India was not in circulation and wasn't tested. Australia has ordered 51 million doses of the virus if it's approved by the TGA. 10,000 homes and businesses without power from Victoria's flood emergency are expected to be reconnected today. Some areas of the Dandenong Ranges are still too dangerous to access and may be forced to go without power until next month. More wet weather is expected this week with the possibility flooded areas could be hit again. The New South Wales top cop is warning cocaine use is now a national epidemic, causing as much damage to communities as ice. Police Commissioner Mick Fuller has told News Corp papers the state's possession rates have climbed by 350% in the past decade. He says all ages and professions are succumbing to the drug. The Queensland state budget will be handed down today, with the Treasurer insisting the Sunshine State's whopping $130 billion debt will be reduced. Debt will be lower, deficits will be lower, and that's the dividend that we will be returning to Queenslanders through increased services, through more infrastructure and through a larger number of jobs. A housing initiative will also be announced to help survivors of domestic violence. Scott Morrison is attending a working dinner in Downing Street to thrash out the final terms of a new trade agreement. The Prime Minister was given a warm greeting by his counterpart Boris Johnson as he arrived at number 10. Talks have been bogged down by a dispute over tariffs and quotas for agricultural goods. Mr Morrison has said he won't sign a rushed trade agreement unless it's the right deal. Swimming Australia has responded to shock claims that a teenage boy on the Gold Coast was made to wear women's swimwear as punishment for not meeting time targets. The organisation says the swimsuit was gifted to the boy as a Christmas present and his mother was aware of his choice to wear it, releasing a statement to say that any form of shaming behaviour will not be tolerated. An emergency board meeting is being held today with an independent review expected. A 60-year-old man has been killed and two others injured in a tragic crash at the Fink Desert Race in the Northern Territory. A racing buggy ploughed into a group of spectators 35 kilometres from the Alice Springs finish line. The two injured spectators suffered spinal injuries. The race was called off. An inquest has opened into one of Australia's worst mass murders, the firebombing of Brisbane's Whiskey A Go Go nightclub in 1973, where 15 people were killed. John Stewart and James Finch were sentenced to life in prison and have since died. But nearly five decades on, investigators are now probing whether more people were involved in the deadly incident, including convicted murderer Vincent O'Dempsey. A handful of nuts each day can be a vital brain booster for people over 60. A new study has found eating a small amount every day improves cognitive performance but could harm us if we overindulge. Almost four decades in the business, nut enthusiast Connie Campisi and her family don't go a day without their daily dose. They love their nuts. We all do, especially like my mum, she's, she's a big believer in eating nuts. Yeah, that's her staple food for dinner. And rightly so, Deakin University researchers have found nuts boost brain cognitivity in older Australians. Short-term memory, uh, their speed of processing, attention and also their verbal fluency. 
People over 60 are likely to see the benefits by consuming between 15 and 30 grams a day, whether it be 20 almonds, 15 cashews, 10 Brazil nuts or 10 walnuts. But not everyone is reaping the benefits. Only about 50%, 56% of older adults actually consume nuts in their diets. While there's no doubt nuts can be healthy, there's a catch. They shouldn't be eaten in sugary treats and you can have too much of a good thing. You basically get the maximum effects at that level of intake of 15 to 30 grams per day. The advice, only go moderately nuts for nuts. Sarah Jones. Seven News. A young Kelpie from country Victoria has set a new world record selling at auction for more than $35,000. With farm labour hard to come by, the value of working dogs has soared along with their price tags. His name is Hoover and this two and a half year old Kelpie doesn't just boast an impressive skill set mustering cattle and sheep, but put simply, he's a natural. He just had a from day dot. David and Sarah Lee, who bred and trained Hoover, are still in disbelief after selling him for a record price at Casterton's annual working dog auction, which was held online, and it was a thrilling moment as the bidding took off. 34. It was a bit stuck for a bit, and I said to him, like, come on, mate, you've got to be worth more than that. We have to give them a bit of a push along. The hammer eventually fell at $35,200. That's 10,000 more than the previous record, sold to a sheep and cattle farmer from northeast Victoria. Australian Kelpies are prized for their intelligence and their boundless energy. And with COVID making it tougher to get workers to the country, a good working dog is more valuable than ever. It was good for morale, it was good for all the breeders and, and those vendors that all achieved a great price. But no doubt, a tough goodbye. Where he's going, um, he's going on to bigger and better things. Sonny Marinelli, 7 News. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading lower. The Nasdaq is slightly up. In London, the FTSE added. Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords gained and the ASX 200 also closed higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,865 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 70 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.1 US cents, 84, almost 85 Japanese yen and $1.7. New Zealand. 
A giant Spider-Man doll used to cheer up sick kids has turned up three days after being stolen in Adelaide. A tip-off from a Seven News viewer helped to crack the case. The doll was stolen from a car and supposedly being babysat by a family who say they found him left in a park. It's since been returned to its rightful owners. An investigation by the BBC has cleared staff over the rehiring of controversial British journalist Martin Bashir. The review found the theory that Bashir was rehired to cover up events surrounding his interview with Princess Diana was completely unfounded. The internal investigation found none of those involved in his recruitment had knowledge of the deceitful methods he used to secure the famous interview. NATO leaders meeting for a summit in Brussels have warned of the growing military threat posed by China. The NATO allies have taken a far more aggressive position on China than they have in recent years. A final communique issued by the group voiced concerns about China's rapidly expanding nuclear arsenal, its military modernisation and its assertive behaviour. Coronavirus rules will remain in place in England for another four weeks amid rising cases of the Delta variant. Cases are growing by about 64% per week and are doubling each week in the worst affected areas. The number of people in intensive care is also rising. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the delay is designed to allow more people to get vaccinated. US President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin are preparing to come face to face for their high stakes summit in Switzerland. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Geneva for us this morning. Good morning, Ash. The Russian President has given a rare sit down interview ahead of the Geneva talks. Yeah, Jody, this is so rare. It's the first time Vladimir Putin has given an interview to an American network in three years. It was a wide-ranging interview covering everything from human rights to cybersecurity. With US-Russian relations at their worst in decades, Vladimir Putin went on the defensive on claims of cyber warfare. Where is the evidence? Where is proof? It's becoming farcical. We know it well. We have been accused of all kinds of things, election interference, cyber attacks and so on and so forth. When asked about imprisoned political opponent Alexei Navalny, Putin refused to guarantee that he would be released from prison alive. President Biden has vowed to raise Navalny's case when they meet, President Putin insisting there is a way forward. Let us sit down together, talk, look for compromise solutions that are acceptable for all the parties. That is how stability is achieved. Well, President Biden says, uh, one time when you met, you were inches away from each other. And he said to you, I'm looking in your eyes and I can't see a soul. And you said, we understand each other. Do you remember that exchange? But I do not remember this particular part of our conversations, to be honest with you. The pair's next conversation takes place in just two days' time. After meeting with Western allies at the G7 and NATO summit, Joe Biden is now preparing for this high-stakes political uh, diplomatic moment here in Geneva in two days' time when he comes face-to-face -face with Vladimir Putin.
Okay, Ash Mullaney in Geneva, thank you. In sport, Collingwood gave coach Nathan Buckley a fairy tale finish after almost three decades at the club. The Magpies upset ladder leaders Melbourne by 17 points in Buckley's last game as coach after almost 10 seasons in charge. The 48-year-old says he doesn't know if he'll return to coaching. And Adelaide's Riley Philthorpe has won this week's Rising Star nomination after three goals, including the over-the-head winner against St Kilda. Dragons coach Anthony Griffin doesn't believe team morale will drop after Matt Dufty and Corey Norman were told they can leave. Griffin confirmed the club has told Norman he's unwanted in addition to Dufty after their 22-point loss to the Bulldogs yesterday. Griffin says the unwanted duo will stay in the team for the time being. Ariane Titmus is banging down the door of the oldest record in women's swimming. The 20-year-old produced the second fastest ever 200-metre freestyle time at the Olympic trials last night. She was only 0.11 of a second off the world record set in 2009 during the controversial supersuit era. No one's really been close to breaking it in a long time and I knew that tonight if I swam the way that I wanted to race, I had a 153 in me. Kaylee McEwen continued her stellar trials, taking out the 200-metre individual medley final in qualifying time. For the ninth time in 12 seasons, the Perth Wildcats are into the NBL Grand Final. With the semi-final series against the Illawarra Hawks locked at one all, the Wildcats fought off a second-half fight back to book their place in the decider 79-71. They'll face either Melbourne United or the South East Melbourne Phoenix in the Grand Final. After pulling out of the French Open, Roger Federer wasn't at his best on his grass court season opener in Halle, but the 20-time Grand Slam champ still did enough to beat Ilya Ivashka as he ramps up for Wimbledon. Australian Jordan Thompson is also through to the second round. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough over central eastern Queensland is triggering showers and storms. Another trough over central Australia is generating a few showers. A trough near southeast New South Wales and eastern Victoria is causing a few showers. Around the capitals today, possible showers in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Mostly sunny, 19 the top in Sydney. Mostly sunny, heading for 14 in Canberra. Cloudy and 16 in Melbourne. Cloudy also and 14 degrees in Hobart. Showers increasing in Adelaide today, heading for 18 degrees. Showers and 18 also the top in Perth and mostly sunny 30 degrees in Darwin.